Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your host, Omar Ace Turner, and welcome to the podcast, The Authentic Millennial, where we help millennials by the millions live a life of authenticity. And today's episode, we're going to talk about how to avoid being the starving artist or starving entrepreneur. What I'm going to do, I'm going to talk about my experience as an entrepreneur, hopefully shed some light on the situation, and give you guys a little step-by-step on what not to do. An entrepreneur is usually someone who is willing to take risks to start their own business. My definition for entrepreneur is basically someone who says, forget the whole safety net, I'm doing this. Let's go, head first. I wanna talk a little bit about myself first and tell you how I was an elementary school teacher for four years. I was doing well, Um, well not too well, I would say, because at the time, you know, I was paying child support. Um, I've had accumulated debt from when I was, you know, younger or, or just being like in college and just buying into the whole materialistic world and just buying things I didn't need, hoping that people would like me, buying stuff for other people, hoping that they will stay with me or, you know, keep me around. So I accumulated a lot of debt. So basically, the money I was making from being a school teacher, and now, mind you guys, I live in New York. Rent is high. I had a lot of debt, paying child support. So the money really wasn't there, you know? But anyhow, that really wasn't my reason for quitting being a school teacher. Almost losing my daughter to a near-death experience woke me up to saying, what is this world? What am I doing in this world? And how am I helping other people in this world? Those questions put me on this journey. Um, I was able to become a certified life coach, reading like uh, a lot of motivational speakers and hearing about them, like Tony Robbins, uh, Les Brown, Jim Rohn, Bob Proctor. I was like, you know what? I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit teaching, and I'm going to start my own business. Now, people, I, I don't know. I didn't know anything about business. I didn't know how long it was going to take. I didn't know what it was going to entail, but... I did that. I finished out the school year in 2016. I'm like, I'm not coming back. So as of June 2016, that was a wrap. I mean, I still had like checks coming in. I was okay. But you know, while I was doing that, I was like trying to build my own website for life coaching. A lot of stuff that I didn't know was going to take time. I mean, I was trying to get clients. And then here's the problem with life coaching. See, I wish life coaching was kind of like rain, because when it's raining outside, everybody knows that they need to get an umbrella so they don't have to get wet. But with life coaching, people have, like they see where their issues are, they see where their flaws are, but they feel like they can, they can like live through it, they can get by with it. And that's the problem. You can't, you, you can't get by on your flaws. You have to address them. You've got to correct yourself 
in order to move on to the next level. But unlike the rain, where people feel, know they can't afford to get wet, they feel like it's okay to continue to stumble with their insecurities and their issues. So yeah, so getting clients weren't, was not easy. I didn't realize that, and then I was reaching out, like I was going to LinkedIn, I was doing all these networking events, I was reaching out to people, but then everybody was like, yeah, well, we charge you for marketing, we charge you for advertising. You know, so everybody's like, yeah, I can help you, I can help you, but it's gonna cost you. And my checks were dwindling, so my money was going, the, the pressure was on. Long and behold, let's fast forward now, the money stopped coming in. I mean, I would get a client here or there, but it wasn't enough to like sustain me. I was listening to like Abraham Hicks, the whole, you know, if you just keep positive and, and, and you can manifest the money, it will come, it will come, like all of that. Like I really wasn't putting much action behind my thoughts. I was just trying to be a good person, staying positive vibes, and just hoping that checks were going to come in the mail, this was going to start happening, it was just going to start working out, I was going to go viral, and then the whole world was going to love me. But that did not happen. Instead, they repoed my car. I got into a huge fight with my family. I was being irresponsible. I wasn't taking care of, of my responsibilities. I really wasn't supporting my, my child much. I was, I was reckless. I was being reckless. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I was being reckless. So then that kind of brings me to two types of people or two types of entrepreneurs in this world. There's the entrepreneurs who plan out everything as they move along. And then there's the entrepreneurs who straight, yo, we're going to burn this boat and we're not getting off this island unless we die. Like, that's it. We're taking over this island, and that's it. Like, we'll figure it out as we go along. And I realized that I am one of those, I fall into the latter category of I'm a boat burner. I'm not proud of it, but it's who I am. And I looked, like, I, I, I did a lot of research. Like, um, there's a lot of people who lived in their cars, lived in parks, lost everything that they had. The, the, the maker of Patron, um, we could look at Tiffany Haddish, Sylvester Stallone, Tyler Perry, you know, Tupac Shakur, Steve Harvey. A lot of these people, they damn near lost it all. But I don't know why do we have to be, or I had to be at the brink of starvation in order for, for it to work out like that. Why couldn't I just plan? But I want to tell you people, the thing is with that, with, with just being a risk taker like that, on that level, I learned a lot. I learned a lot, and I think it was all part of my journey, honestly. Like, I lost it all. I mean, I, I moved away from my family. I was staying at a pastor's house for like a good month or two, through my, through my pastor, I learned so much. I learned about humility, you know, just being humble, being grateful. I, I don't, would not have learned that if I wasn't there. 
but I didn't figure it out fast enough. And my pastor's like, look, you can't stay here any longer. So then I moved in with my best friend. He was down in Georgia, and he was like, look, you can stay here, but honestly, bro, you have a child. You need to take care of her. So I was like, all right. So I came back to New York, and then while I was staying in New York, I actually came on an Airbnb because I'm like, all right, if I'm going to do it, I can't not go back into the same situation. I can't go back into the same environment that I was in before. That, that's what got me into this. So I had to do something different. I didn't want, you know, I wanted new results. So, and I wanted to be in a new environment. So I actually went on the Airbnb to New Rochelle, and it so worked out that the lady that I, I booked my Airbnb with, she needed somebody to manage her property. It was actually, it was a house, but it was an off-college dorm. And she, some of the rooms that she had available, she rented it out. She gave me a business proposition saying, look, while you figure things out, you can stay here and you can work here because she's like, I'm an older lady. I can't manage this. There's college kids here. You know, they're, they're, they're working me. There was like 17 kids living in the house. And she's like, can you do it? And I'm like, hell yeah, I can do it. So, I mean, I didn't know what I was getting myself into, but I did it. And I learned so much there. I learned about leadership. I learned about meeting people from all different nationalities, uh, different countries. We're talking Brazil, uh, Japan, India, the Caribbean, you know, Antiguans, Jamaicans, just meeting a whole lot of different people and, and then taking everything that I was learning, all my skills that I learned as a life coach and my own life experiences, how I was now able to apply it. I was no longer around my family as well, so now I got a chance to reinvent myself and be the person who I want to be without anybody judging me or saying, you can't do this, you can't do that, because there were no rules. And people, I never went to school to be a property manager. Like, and when I say property manager, yeah, I cleaned the bathrooms. I cleaned the kitchen. I made sure that the house stayed in order outside, raked the leaves. If there was snow, I shoveled it. I made sure everything looked nice. I looked, made sure everything looked, you know, was safe for the students. Um, a lot of these students did not speak English, so I was helping them set, like, doctor appointments, showing them around. People were coming to me with life questions or, or seeking advice, issues that they were having with their own family members. I was there. I was able to apply my skill. Things were still going well. Like, I was making money. I was able to, like, give some money to my daughter as well. And then the property manager said, hey, I'm selling the house. Here's a new problem now that I'm, I'm dealing with. Now I'm like, what do I do? I always wanted to write, but I never felt that I could write. And when I say write, like write a movie script, but I couldn't type. Like I was the person that was searching for a letter for the, on the keyboard. And so happened that I don't know, I was just sitting in the room and I'm like, Omar, what are you gonna do next? What's really going to happen? And I stared at that laptop of mine, and I just started typing away. I wrote a comedy uh, movie script about uh, a life coach 
searching for his soulmate in about, no lie, three weeks. Like, because my back was against the wall and I had to go. Like, I had to do it. Um, I wrote it in three weeks, but let's be clear, it took me a whole year to edit it. With pressure, I'm, I wrote it in three weeks. So what I'm saying is that I'm a person who, I don't know why, but I, I live off of my back against the wall. I learned more. I learned about humility. I learned about leadership. I learned that I can write a movie script. You know, I learned much more about myself under pressure than when I plan. So that's me, though. I, I mean, it's not, there, there's a lot of cons to this because you don't know when money's coming in. You know, you, you, you're losing it all. You, you're, you're learning how to be frugal. But then at the, at the same time, you're also developing visions. You're learning what not to do with money. You're learning how important and serious money is. And then you're like, okay, then you start writing out your, your plans. Then you're like, you know, when I get this money, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Um, I'm going to give back to these people. I'm going to create homes for, for the poor. Um, you know, like you start to realize the value of money in that way and how you want to help other people who are struggling on their journey. I want to help those people, you know, move on with their, with their lives. So, but that's me. You know, that's my situation. So for a lot of artists, entrepreneurs, I would say create a business plan because at least you can develop a vision. Re recognize how much it's going to cost. I don't know if you're going to be a musician, if you're going to be a writer, if you're going to sell your own products. Figure out how much machines are going to cost, how much is registering your LLC going to cost, your phone bill, how much you, how much you need to eat for the month. You, we have to, you got to plan all this out. You know, advertisements. How much is this all going to It's going to cost you money. I mean, yeah, in my situation, I got lucky a few times. Like, I ran to this person who knew, who knew a guy who built websites, and he built my website for me for free. But a year later, my website was hijacked, and they were talking like two, $300 just to get my website back. And I'm like, yo, I don't have that money. You know, so you're going to need money, and things are going to happen during your process or your journey of becoming an entrepreneur, an artist. Good to have that backup money or that backup plan, or in case something happens, boom, you got it covered. Now, where I've been blessed, I would say that I've had people come into my life who helped me who've helped me financially, who helped me, you know, emotionally. You know, they, they gave me encouragement to keep going because they're like, wow, you really believe in yourself and you're really on your mission. And listen, you know, here, hold $200, hold 500 You know what I mean? Like, people were helping, like, just helping me. And I'm very thankful for that. But like I said, that's my journey. That was my path. That was how I did it. If you're going to do it, you can do it that way. You can go, hey, man, let's just burn the boat and see what happens route. Or you can plan it out, figure out how much it's going to cost you. Because the thing is, everybody's like, well, you know, I'll start my social media account. But here's the problem with social media. It's free. 
no one's really expecting to pay anything from there. You start out free, it's going to end on a free. But when you're paying for your stuff, people are expecting to pay once they go on there. Like, you paid for your website. So people are now expecting to, like, pay for buying a shirt that you're selling or, you know, whatever product that you're selling. People are expecting to pay for it. People, all I'm saying to you is figure it out. But start. Start now. Whatever you want to do, start today. Start writing it out. Just jot down the idea and let those ideas keep building and building and building and building. But start writing it out. Start having a vision, having a plan on where you want to go, where do you want to be for in a year from now, where do you want to be five years from now. You know, just keep writing. And, and it's going to come together. I promise you that. It will come together. But just be smart about it. In this day and age, a lot of things, you have a phone, you have a camera, you can just start. You just start. Start recording, start posting. Certainly, you can go viral. It, it's, it's real easy these days to do that. So go that route if you want to. But make sure that you have some type of money coming in from somewhere while you're living your dream. You got to pay your phone bill. You got to pay whatever, unless you got somebody, you know, taking care of it for you, you know, that's great. But if you don't, please figure that out. So you're not a starving artist bouncing from place to place, house to house, friend to friend, family member to family member saying, please help me, please help me. You know, you can be semi-independent while being dependent at the same token. Because you still want to be able to hang out with your friends when, you know, on your time, you know, when they say, yo, we're going bowling, we, we miss you, you haven't, you know, you want to be able to say, well, I, you know, I got a little money, I can do that. But like I said, everybody's different. I had to make my sacrifices to build me up on a mature level emotionally. You know, I, this is what me burning the bridge taught me to become the person who I am today. But if you're not that kind of a person, then I suggest you plan. Just plan it out. I promise you, it's going to work out. All right? That's my time. You guys have been great. Go out there and be authentic. 